Hello everyone and welcome back to Otsuke. Welcome back to Otsukeir. Uh, I'm your host, Nadia. Uh, I'm here to replace my my other co-host, Catherine, but she's busy with her thesis defense. And spoiler alert, uh, she did great in her thesis defense, and we're all so happy for her. Anyways, um, this is the season finale for our Otsukeir season one, and I'm really excited to introduce our guest for today. She's the mama bear of my lab. She's taken care of me all throughout my lab career here in Nagoya University. And her name is Binta. Ooh, drum roll. <laughs> so, Binta, please introduce yourself to our audience. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Hello, Otsukere family. Uh, as Nadia already mentioned, my name is Binta. And uh, I'm a third-year PhD student in Nagoya University, uh, biology department, and uh, um, my, my lab is interested in nutritional neuroscience, um, basically how the kind of food or diet that we eat affects brain aging. So yeah, it's nice to be um, your guests on this platform today. Yeah, I hope you have a nice, nice time listening to my, my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I... You've been our dream guest, one of our dream guests on the list since like the very beginning of our podcast because you know I personally I like we we know about your life here in Nagoya and also always wanted listeners to be able to um listen about listen and learn from your life. Yeah. So I'm super glad that you want to be our guest especially for our season finale. So anyways, uh I guess before we get into the deep, deep, deep thoughts. <laughs> I want to first just like check in with, with you and ask like, how was your, the past year like for you, especially, you know, with the pandemic involved and um, yeah. And I remember that you went back home mm-hmm. in December. So how was that like for you? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I think we started feeling the um, heat or the effect of the whole pandemic, uh, you know, the COVID situation in um, somewhere around March last year, I would say, uh, if I remember correctly. And uh, at that point, I was also transitioning. Uh, I had just moved to a new lab and, um, you know, I had to start a new project. And uh, research-wise, I would say it didn't quite affect me that much because, you know, I was just starting a new project and you know, I hadn't really, really gone far with that. So uh, I also recall that we were asked to go home and, you know, stay at home for a month, which was very, very, <laughs> it was very tough because, you know, I was just indoors um, all through that period. We were not allowed to come to lab. And, you know, uh, like many people would um, also um, say the same, it took a toll on their mental health. Um, but having a like strong family in the lab and also like you know your family back home, um, having to talk to them often you know helped me um, go through that period and you know 
just helped me go past it. And yeah, um, you're right. I went home in December. I wanted to take a break and, you know, to see my family after almost two years um, since the last time I saw them. And yeah, I really had a good time spending Christmas with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Christmas is definitely, like, magical with, like, with uh-huh. family. Like, I feel like that is one of the key points of Christmas. Right, right, right. Christmas yeah. is best spent with family. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I was excited to have host Christmas dinner with you mm. back then, but then I'm just happier that you, you got yeah, to just yeah, go back you know, and you see know, your family. I, you know, it was a last-minute decision to go home, like, I up until like I think about two weeks before I left, I wasn't sure. I I, I didn't know if I was you know that I was going home. Well, yeah, it just came all of a sudden, and you know I had my ticket ready, and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm gonna be missing Christmas dinner. I know we had planned so much for it, but you know. No, yeah. but, but it was like so surreal. Like I just remembered like coming into the lab, and then you're like, I bought tickets. I bought tickets to go. Home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that again. No, but we'll, it's yeah, we'll, we'll definitely have have to do that again. Yeah, sometime maybe in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Oops. But anyways, yeah. So, um, I guess I want to start. Uh, well, we started the conversation, but I want to like seg in seg into another mm-hmm. another topic i guess which is interesting mm-hmm. especially since you uh, like like coming from your background like mm-hmm. you're you're from nigeria and like perhaps perhaps i don't think japan is poss- like the the common choice or the like first choice to come yeah, to right. especially to pursue a phd that's right in a you know in a we we all generally know like japan's science is great mm-hmm. but it's just for uh, international students it didn't seem as accessible mm-hmm. especially to study a phd so i'm just curious about how you got you got there mm. yeah um like you rightly mentioned nadia um you know even up until now, when I speak to some of my friends from back home uh, who really don't know um, where I am and they're trying to, you know, we're trying to play catch up and they're like, where are you now? And I'm like, I'm in Japan, you know, um, for my PhD. And I'm like, and they are like, Japan, you know, of all places. I'm like, what is wrong with Japan? <laughs> you know, <laughs> so they go like, oh, it's so far from home. And, you know, it's not common choice, uh, location choice for people, especially you know, from Nigeria and stuff, you know. But then, um, yes, I am aware of that, you know, like, uh, um, I was in Nigeria, um, you know, working in a university as a university lecturer back home, uh, the same university where I did my undergrad and my master's. And, uh, you know, I also started working there. So I had quite um, an experience um, there in university. But then, it got to a point in my life where I just wanted more. I just wanted some form of exposure, like outside exposure. And, you know, um, being in um, academia as a career, um, you definitely need to get more degrees. Like, you know, after master's, you need to get your PhD. And then after that, you know, do your postdoc and stuff. And, you know, because I had already done undergrad and master's in my um, university back at home, I was not you know, motivated to, to do a PhD there. So I was looking for ways and, you know, opportunities to go out and, you know, looking for scholarships, actively looking for scholarships. And I had, I had put in, you know, applied to several scholarships, US, um, 
uh, UK and none of them really came through. The ones that I got admission didn't come with funding. Mm-hmm. So the, for Japan, it was it was just, you know, it was really um, just out of, I would say, I don't know, maybe uh, fate. Yeah. Because like, you know, Asia was not anywhere near, you know, my top three choices. Yeah, of course. Because it's so far from home. And besides, like, you know, the language barrier and all of that. I just never thought about, you know, um, going to Asia to mm-hmm. do anything. Yeah. So it was, it all started as an, um, an idea from my friend, my colleague then. We worked together in the same university. And he told me that him and another colleague of ours were applying to, um, you know, um, the Japanese um, government scholarship. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to join in. I was like, I'm not interested you know, Japan, the language and all that. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. was like, you know, why don't you just try, you know? There's, there's, you know, there's, there's no nothing hurt. to lose. Yeah, there's no hurt. If you get it, good. If not, then good. There's there's no harm. There's nothing to lose. You know, so I was like, okay, I'll do it then. You know, and meanwhile, they had already gone like halfway, mm-hmm. you know, through the application. They had to pause the application, wow. waited for me to start. Oh, okay. Yeah, waited for me to start and then get up on up to the point where they were. And then we all, was it three of us, then we, we continued and then very very interestingly i was the only one uh, yeah that was accepted so yeah that's really funny one of them now is in hungary uh, Mm -hmm. um, with a phd scholarship and the other one is back home Uh, although he he did like a a phd um, not phd like a short program in india Mm. so yeah i mean like you know sometimes life just happens like that yeah. So um then, serendipity. Yeah, serendipity. And then I um it, since Japan was like my only at the time, Japan was the only um uh country or like the only opening for a scholarship and you know a PhD for mm-hmm. that for the studies, I took it and you know I found myself here and here I am today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm so grateful for this sequence of events otherwise we'd never got to meet each other yeah you know i'll never have known how amazing you are how how much of an amazing cook you are (laughs) and you know (laughs) and all all that good stuff yeah but i would say that um my my japan experience Hmm. especially uh, compared to yours would be definitely different because Hmm. just by you know for by face value right you know i can uh like i Sorry to say, I guess, but like I easily blend in mm-hmm. much more. Like I don't attract as much attention right, as right. you That's probably right. do as an African woman. Correct. But like uh, I, I guess for most of our listeners too, they they probably don't necessarily have African friends here and like won't know what kind of experience you've experienced mm-hmm. so far. So could you like touch on like if if there's ever anything particularly weird i hope not but mm-hmm. are different you'd feel mm-hmm. about you know being an african woman especially in a very homogeneous homogeneous society right right yeah um i think i understand uh, your question and what you mean uh personally you know i like to say this to people and sometimes some people might find it offensive mm. uh, or like you know um think i'm not being uh, how do i say like sensitive to certain issues especially with like you know racism and all of that stuff but i don't see color yeah like i really i don't see color sometimes you know i have to take a conscious effort to remind myself that i'm black yeah you know because like for me it's like we are all the same we are all humans you know Mm -hmm. like somebody you know like some quotes um on, on social media like we all bleed the same. We, yeah, yeah. We, if you cut us open, 
it's red. You know, you see red. We, I don't see color. That's just the honest truth. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it's because I've not really um, been uh, a victim of, you know, overt racism or stuff. But even even though some of my friends, some of even my African friends have said that, you know, they've they've uh, they've experienced some sort of subtle racism and stuff. Maybe I just don't pay attention to it. Like I'm not looking for mm-hmm. it, you know. So if because I'm not looking for it, I don't see it, mm-hmm. you know. So if anyone wants to be racist to me in a you know in a covert or subtle way, I'm not seeing. It. I'm not looking out for it. So <laughs> you know. So it's just like. I don't see it. So I see um, people deeper than their skin, you know, like, like than their skin color. And, you know, um, it's the individual. It's the heart of the person that matters. Yeah, right? yeah so of course. I'm not really faced by being different in mm. quotes, you know. Um, if anything, it makes me even feel special because, you know, I'm like different from every other person. And, mm-hmm. you know, well, yeah, I'm totally cool with it. I love being here. I love, you know, Asian people, of course. You know, <laughs> I love uh, I love being here, and yeah, I don't have any problems being black. I mean, the the one thing that I'm super, you know, like uh, when I when I see you, I'm so like uh, how you say, but I'm basically I love that you're unapologetically yourself, mm. like and that like um, I I understand and I've seen and even I myself have experienced like insecurity like when faced with perhaps like Japanese Mm -hmm. people and I can't subscribe to their culture or can't speak their language and then sometimes I'd you know like kind of like tell myself no or like put myself down like Mm -hmm. why can't I Mm -hmm. assimilate but then I but then I look at you and you're like unapologetically like just laughing like sorry I can't speak Japanese whatsoever I'm not gonna kill myself so if you're not willing to provide any form of translation then maybe it's not for me yeah you know And, and like, that's why when I look at you, I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't have to, like, you know, beat myself up for not being able to follow through with some kind of, like, cultural difference or whatsoever. Yeah. So that's really, you know, that's great. Right. Uh, it's always nice to have you as a model to look at. Oh. Yeah. And Thank then, you. But I'm just curious at the same time, is there, like, a, a community of, like, Africans here in Nagoya University? Mm. And, like, are you in touch with them? I mean, your best, one of your good friends are here at least like are a few of them are africans right mm-hmm. yeah um here, yeah we, of course um as you know we the, the percentage of africans in japan or here in naga university where we are is very very small mm. like i don't remember the exact number but very tiny but um there's this association we formed uh it's um association of um uh, african students uh, of naga university and I happen to be the vice president, <laughs> the current vice president. And, you know, it's just uh, we, um, the people who established or formed that association did that um, with the hope of bringing, you know, Africans together because of, you know, we are like a minority group here in Naga University to bring us together to, you know, um, create a sort of environment for us to, you know, just feel at home and, you know, interact with fellow Africans. And yes, we, I have that association. And then uh, aside that, I have also um, 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 like personal relationships with other Africans here and there. And yeah, Nigerians and other Africans. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad at least there is still some representation here, you mm-hmm. know. Like it's always good, I guess, like 
even if you you might you might feel like you don't need you need need like another person who has similar background it's always nice when you do meet them that's and then right like just connect like oh my gosh like you enjoy these kinds of food too, right that right kind of thing. that's right yeah. i mean like mentioning that just reminds me of you know um something i do unconsciously mm-hmm. when i when i'm walking down the street or i'm anywhere outside and i see a black person from afar I'm, I get so bubbly inside, like, <laughs> oh, look at my brother, even if he's not from Nigeria. Yeah. Look at my brother or my sister. And sometimes, even if they are black Indians, yeah. just because they are black, you know, I'm like, oh, who's this person? And then I'm like, you know, <laughs> waving. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and are and are like when when you do that, are people just generally nice? Ah, uh, mostly they are. Mostly they, you know, they are ready to return the wave or mm-hmm. return the high. Yeah. But yeah, of course, I've seen some weird people who just <laughs> who just ignore you and yeah. you're asking yourself why? Who sent me to be nice? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Who's but still, our... that doesn't fit. Yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah. great. They might just be having a bad day or something. Right, for right. all we know. Right. Yeah, but like um. One of the things I guess that um that could easily help us, you know, get through our days here is like the food we eat, mm-hmm. right? And you definitely cook a lot of your home food, right? Every right. day you microwave your food, <laughs> and I could smell the amazing odors coming from your food. And for everyone listening to us, like Binta is an amazing, amazing cook. Oh okay? my god! Like you have to see like the salmon she she grills. And also the cakes she bakes. Uh, I'm just a bloody home cook, Nadia. No, but it's so good. Yeah, like she she introduced to me jollof rice, yeah, right? Yeah, for example, rice. and it's really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I really enjoy cooking. Uh, I I would say it's one of my hobbies, one of uh, my um, favorite pastimes. You know, uh, I cook my food like I would say ninety percent of the time. Yeah, because I just love to eat my food, like, you know, home-cooked meals. Mm-hmm. Of course, I enjoy eating out as well with friends and stuff, but I really, really enjoy cooking. Mm. So, yeah, I'd say I cook a lot. It's definitely, like, a sort of form of therapy, I would say. Right, right? it's therapeutic for me. Yeah. Like, I, I, sometimes when I work, like, very long hours in the lab, and I return home very, very late, I could just get motivated to start cooking. You know, and, yeah. you know, I'm like where, wondering where is the strength coming from, you and, know? And like, I remember you telling me you were cooking at 3 a.m. Right, right. I cook sometimes at very odd hours. So, yeah, yeah it's it, it's a way to relax for me, I'd say. And, you know, just ease off the stress and, yeah. And like when you put, I I feel like that when you put good food into you know yourself, like your body feels your better. body feels happy and yeah. thankful yeah. to you. Like because you put good food that you treated well That's and right. then into yourself, like a good mind afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah, and like um, I I really appreciate when you when you bring food to the lab. <laughs> it's so good. You know, I think you've served us food like. One too many times, yeah. like at least. Yeah, I mean, like it's nothing. I yeah. I really enjoy feeding people, so you because know, I love I love to cook a lot, and it's just me. So that's true. You know who's gonna finish? Who's gonna eat all that food? Why I, not bring it here? I definitely think like food is a communal thing. Right. Like, you you celebrate it together. Right. Right. And like the experience of like living alone in a mm-hmm. small apartment, like kind of confines you to just experience food by yourself. That's right. When all you want to do is gush about that food mm-hmm. with people, That's right? right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And besides food, I guess 
I I would say like、uh, another thing you I've learned from you is like you also use like your faith as a form of like therapy、mm. to get you through like hardships here. Right, right. Like、uh, I guess it's a stereotype, but、uh, a lot of people assume、mm. Africans are religious、mm. and like perhaps are Christians.、Mm-hmm. And like,、uh, would you say you're Christian yourself too?、Mm. Yeah, I am a Christian. <laughs> Probably so. And yeah, about the stereotype thing.、Um, yeah, I think.、Um, I mean, like to the best of my understanding, our four, four, four fathers, you know,、um, uh, engaged in、um, traditional like religion, traditional worship, where、yeah. they they molded like、um, statues or like had some sort of objects that they worshipped. So the the whole religion thing, you know, has you know is like can be traced to far、mm-hmm. back. So I I think it has I don't know like it, it, maybe it has something to do with just that.、Um, Reverence for yeah, a yeah. supreme being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That、exactly. you know, we just us as Africans just recognize that there's a supreme being, there's a supreme power somewhere,、mm-hmm. and that、uh, you know we need to pay obeisance to yeah, yeah. to that power. Yeah, which is not really common like in other parts of the world. Yeah, so, yeah. I understand totally. Like, yeah. As an Indonesian,、mm. I feel like it's completely normal for us to you know hold a certain religion、mm-hmm. because I felt like. Like if you try trace our history, we've always been worshiping something. Right, right. Like we, I I guess our ancestors.、Mm. I I don't know, but at least they feel like some sort of humility,、mm-hmm, and、mm-hmm. they feel like there should be a more div- divine being. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And but it's it's really really rare, I would say, in Japan、mm-hmm. to find somebody of the same faith,、mm. or let alone religious. And like I, I, for me personally, being like、uh, being Christian as well,、mm. it's hard for me to find a community here、right. that also subscribes to my to my faith.、Mm. And like I do think like community is a big part of having a religion. Right. So like as you know, it can be isolating here. So、mm. how do you maintain you know your faith? Well, or also at the same time use your faith to maintain yourself. Yeah. Um. Um.、Uh, when I came to Japan, that was. That was such. It was such a bummer. Like you know, coming here and then realizing that there there not that many churches that you know one could fit in,、mm. and even the churches that you know that we have here are mostly like Japanese speaking churches, and it was so hard to find even maybe like even if you find English speaking churches, they are usually like bilingual, so they have to translate during service. So before coronavirus, I was attending a church physically.、Um, I I went there. My friend、um, brought me there, and、uh, yeah, when you know work in the lab started to get more intense, and of course, like with the coronavirus thingy,、um, everyone had to just find an alternative way to worship. So I mostly、uh, joined in like live stream、um, services of my church back at home in、mm. Nigeria. That's what I mostly do、um, on Sundays, and、um, yeah, speaking about faith and you know like、um, therapy <laughs> in a way.、Uh, of course, like、um, I've had to. There are many, many times I've felt discouraged and you know like not really like seeing the、um, hope or like how to、yeah. um, you know like to hold on or to continue. And really, at that point, nothing can you know nothing seem to. Be good enough to help me, you know, pull pull through that period.、Mm. But then I go back to God, and I speak to Him. I cry cry out to Him, 
and I, I asked him to help me. Mm. And, you know, I just feel this strength from, from inside. Yeah. This reassurance, you know, this reassuring, maybe sometimes not physical voice, but you just know that God is with you. Yeah. And, you know, he's there with you. He's there to guide you. And you know that, you know, you're not alone. Yeah. So, yes, it's um, my faith. Um, being a Christian has really helped me pull through um, several difficulties and several challenging times um, mm-hmm. here. And, you know, it's not something I, I you know, I take lightly at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can definitely relate to you mm. in that sense. Like, uh, like, um, like recently with all I had to go through with, like, trying to finish a thesis and mm. stuff. Like, I would say I, at first, like, neglected my mm. you know my my spirituality like on like uh because i was so busy mm. but then in the end like when i was lost and also like uh frantic like you know like that anxiety you can't yes. can't <laughs> shake off yeah like in the end i decided to just you know pray and ask for like like calmness mm. like just a clarity <laughs> and yeah. peace and like of course like and Of course, I don't expect like right. him to talk to of me course. directly, but somehow, uh-huh. somehow, I I I always feel better after right. I do that, right. and to me, that's enough. Yeah, you know, that that that's is right. confirmation that like you know, faith can restore. That's right. You. That's right. Yeah, and especially you know like, yeah, like I said, it's very easy to neglect mm-hmm. your 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 relationship with god like when when you when you have so many things going on like mm. how do you make sure you you remember to mm. do so yeah i mean to be honest with you um i the, yeah i get sometimes so busy or so overwhelmed with work that i forget that you know that there is god <laughs> <laughs> i mean like, not like not like forgetting you know completely but of course forget to talk to god and yeah. forget to have a relationship with him because that to to my understanding that's what you know being spiritual is i don't i don't um i don't like to call myself being religious because yeah, yeah. to my understanding religiosity or religion is um is a situation where you have like a supreme being with you know it it it's his or our followers or you know people that worship that supreme being yeah, guided yeah. by a set of rules mm-hmm. and do's and don'ts yeah yeah exactly but um christianity is not a religion you know in my opinion it's a relationship with god mm. and you know that relationship is between a god who is a father to his children so uh you can imagine your relationship with your father you know if you have a very wonderful father I know that there's some fathers who are not that wonderful. <laughs> but just imagine, you know, being uh, in a relationship with a wonderful father. Yeah. You will not only go to that father when you have problems or when you have needs, right? Mm. You could just come back from your day, you know, at school and tell your daddy how your day went. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, how, you know, you met this wonderful friend or something exciting that happened to you. Mm. It doesn't have to be serious mm. you know like you know i have a problem please help me yeah yeah of it course. could just be you know i this person really made me angry today could just be something as yeah. little as that yeah or i need you to help me be more patient like, yeah you know like waiting in line for it to get to my turn to you know to pay and stuff could just be as little as that and really that's what god um uh, wants from his children exactly for us to have a relationship with him so even In those times when I feel like, oh, I haven't spoken to God in such a long time, instead of me to feel bad or instead of me to feel, you know, condemned, 
you know, and run away even further, mm. I come back to him. I'm like, hey, what's up, dad? You know, it's been <laughs> such a long time. And how have you been? You know, like I've been like this, you know, we just talk. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. and I think that that's where most people, especially like Christians miss it. You yeah. Know? I mean, you can easily get lost in the doctrines <laughs> yeah, right? you know? and all the stories. Meanwhile, what God wants is a relationship with his children. So, yeah, I, I listen to, I like to keep myself in that environment, you know, that reminds me of God. Like, I listen to messages from home, from other preachers, like international preachers. I listen to um, gospel music, uh, Christian songs, you know. Christian rap. Yeah, Christian rap, you know. <laughs> and I dance and bump to them. <laughs> yeah, you know, Binta's very good at dancing, guys. No, 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 no. It's part no, of her Africanness. No. <laughs> She's, she will deny. She will deny, but she's very good. No, at it. not very good. No. I don't agree. Not very good. I just. I've know, seen videos. I just move. <laughs> I just move my body. Yeah, yeah, you know. So I think you know the, the you know it's just simple. Just talk with God, and even sometimes you might not even really use your words. It might just be in your heart. You know that deep, silent prayer, genuine prayer from your heart that God, I just want you to help me. Mm. You know and. Um, yeah, he he's always there. Yeah, he's he's always there. And then someone said this like, if you ever feel far, if you ever feel that God, you know, that you're far away from God or that God is far away from you, guess what? It's not God that moved; it's you who moved. Mm. So why don't you come back? To yeah, me? yeah. So that's always been the case for me. Mm. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's just good. A good mindset to have is just that he's always listening, right. I guess. Right. He's always there. Yeah. Very constant. It's just our own, you know, insecurities. Right. Like, oh, oh no, I haven't <laughs> talked to him in a while. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, he's I, not just like, you know, like a friend would be offended if he forgot true. to talk to them. That's true. But I would say if we think of God as like a father, yeah, I, I think he shouldn't be offended. Yeah. He's very gracious yeah. in that sense. That reminded me of, you know, one thing my pastor always says. He said, mm-hmm. he would say, if you feel like, you know, you haven't spoken to God in a while, instead of you being sad and, you know, beating yourself, why don't you just speak to God? You know, it's just like he likens it to, for example, you feel like you haven't eaten mm. in such a long time and you're so hungry. You know, the hunger pangs are like doing something to your intestines. Instead of you to be crying, oh my God, can you believe I've not eaten all day? Why don't you just get food and eat? You know, so it's as simple as that. If you feel you haven't talked to God in a long time, just go talk to Him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's from Binta the preacher. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, I mean, sorry guys, this is not a segment to try to convert one to have no, a religion, no, no. but I hope hope that you know this um, tiny fraction of right. our conversation could just you know enlighten you to mm-hmm. how one with a religion experiences life and that's yeah and i hope you you know had some laughs at least listening to us talk about it but on to more lighter stuff before we go into more personal stuff again but uh we're gonna go into this next section called rapid fire questions what you have to do here in Mm -hmm. rapid fire questions is to not think about the answer oh you just think you just have to like blurt out your you know, like instinctively, okay. What you want to say, okay? Ready. So I'll give you two options, and you just have to choose one of them. Okay. And perhaps we'll talk and elaborate on it more. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first things first: weekends outdoors or indoors? Hmm. I don't have to think, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. it, it depends. <laughs> what you're thinking? Uh, yeah. It depends. You know why? I cannot choose because, yeah, yeah. Okay, indoors. I would say indoors. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, coffee or tea? Oh, I'm a tea girl. Yeah, tea. I, I know you. You're a tea girl. <laughs> yeah. Chinese or Japanese food? Mm, no offense, Japan, but Chinese food. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe it has something to do with the spice. The spice level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, you know, home cooking. and. and maybe stuff. it has something to do with your Chinese friends feeling exactly, Chinese food all you know? the time. <laughs> yeah, I love Chinese food. Anyways, cold or hot? For food, hot. For drinks, cold. Mm. Except for tea. How about yes. weather? Ah, warm. Just in between. No, okay. no extreme. Okay. Yeah. Dining or takeout? With friends, dining. Alone, takeout. Mm. Camping or theme park? Visiting a theme park? Ah, uh, I have never engaged in any of the activities. But <laughs> I would say theme park. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, are you into like roller coasters and stuff? Yes, like that? I love those kind of thrills. Oh, really? Yes, I love adventure. <laughs> so, our director over here, Engjin, is excited. Uh-huh. She wants to take people to Fujikyu. The... Yes, I let's go, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> How about dan- dancing or singing? Dancing. Are you yeah, sure? I'm a singing? terrible, terrible singer. I, I, I have a terrible voice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. Okay. <laughs> I know so. Yeah. How about favorite movie or TV show of all time? Hmm. I don't have a favorite movie. For TV show, uh, yeah, quite a number. I would say Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Suits. And uh, How to Get Away with Murder. I really enjoyed watching those two. Uh, yeah, those three. Top, I, top favorite. My, my mom's favorite show is Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, I told you. I really, really enjoyed Gilmore Girls. I was yeah. so pissed. And so, you know, I had this withdrawal syndrome. Is that uh-huh. what you call it? When it ended, I was like, I want more. <laughs> I want more. And I was so late to the party. Like, yeah. I watched it almost, you know, how many years? Ten years. And you just it watched released. it recently. Yeah, I watched it recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. favorite place to visit in Japan? Mm, in Japan, I would say Osaka mm-hmm. and Nara. Mm. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I had, like, I've been there just once, funny enough. But, yeah, because of the memories I shared uh, with a friend uh, yeah. when we visited those places. Yeah. Mm. Okay, last favorite animal? I don't have one. <laughs> you know I love plants. <laughs> you have one favorite animal. Tell the world what it is. What is it? Come on. What? <laughs> <I'm> worms. <laughs> of course, okay. Yeah, worms are my babies, but you know, I don't, I don't see them as like pets. You know, like yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> just you know, my babies. I'll say so worms. Worms yeah. are worms the, are my favorite. The animals we work with, FYI. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're biased here. Right. Anyway, speaking of worms, mm-hmm. this is a really nice segue into our next topic mm-hmm. which is about uh, you know research mm-hmm. and uh, chasing an academic career like for those who don't know and wait Binta mentioned she's in PhD but she also mentioned about uh, moving into another lab recently mm. like re- by recently it's a, it's a year ago mm. so it's not that recent anymore but uh, do you want to give like a just a recap as much as you want like like not pressuring you to actually yeah. go into details, but but uh, like okay, um yeah I'll try. Yeah, so I, as I mentioned earlier, um I had to switch to another lab. Uh, rec- not so recently, about a year ago. Um, uh, my previous boss, you know, um had to leave Japan, 
uh, for, for, you know, very personal reasons and, you know, like unavoidable reasons. So it was quite unexpected. We didn't see it coming mm. um, from the onset, but, you know, it was unavoidable and she had to go. So, you know, it was just normal for me to find another lab that I could fit in. And yeah, I had to start a new project and all of that stuff. But yeah, I've been enjoying it so far here. Though tough, but, you know, enjoyable. <laughs> so uh, Binta and I happen to be on the same boat. Mm-hmm. Of course, for in my case, as an undergrad, it wasn't as, a, how, how to say, like crucial or like... Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, how that, that that transition wasn't yeah as pivotal as it was for Binta. But even for me, it was difficult, so I can't mm. imagine how much she went through. And I'm so happy to see her progressing right now with her current project. She's making strides. <laughs> Amen to that, With sister. her transgenic worms. <laughs> yeah. Amen. But I guess, like... Indeed, like this experience truly uh. reveal like the the you know the ups and downs of like research, right? And like uh, I wanted to know like before you started this like uh, journey, mm-hmm. what were what were your you know expectations of this whole academic experience and about being a scientist and how do you think your experience shaped what you think now now yeah okay so. Uh... To be honest, when I, you know, like after masters, like I said, I was working in my in a, a university in my country, and I, you know, I was just so passionate. Like I want to do a PhD. I would mm. say, I, 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 I'll always say that I think I underestimated what it takes to have a PhD or what it takes to pursue a PhD. Uh, partly because of the, you know, like situation of things like academic wise or education wise in my country, mm-hmm. it's not the best. I mean, of course it can be better. Um, coming here, uh, um, to a system where, you know, like it's more advanced, you, I, 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 I found that there was so much I didn't know. There was so much I had to like. I had to level up. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> I had to learn a lot of things. Learn how to use a lot of like um, equipment and stuff. Learn a lot of techniques. You know, which was quite tough, I would say. And also like um, learn how to be a scientist. You know, uh, even though I'm not like perfect, of course I'm still learning. But I would say that I've, um, I've come a long way. Mm. And uh, right now, like with all the ups and downs that I've, you know, uh, faced in the past, I would say it has helped um, even shape me to be a better researcher. Like, for example, um, for when experiments don't work, uh, instead of getting frustrated and, you know, like maybe all quitting, I just encourage myself and, you know, tell myself, you know what, let's just do it again. And, you know, like learning how to troubleshoot um, failed experiments, um, um, logical thinking, all of these things I've learned, you know, like even joining this current lab. And I mean, like in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it makes it shapes you to be a better person, like a well-rounded, you know, like wholesome individual, mm. because it's not just lab or it's not just research. It doesn't just end here. You know, like it, it infiltrates your life. You right. Know. It infiltrates your life as a human being, even with relationship with people, 
learning how to be patient with people, how to be logical, you know, like with logical thinking and how not to believe, you know, data, like at, don't, don't take data at surface level. Hmm. Try to dig in and, you know, verify information, critical critical analysis and all of that stuff. Uh, it has, it, I would say it has really helped um, um, grow me as an individual. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm still in the journey. I like it's still it's still a process, and I know that um, of course I'll only get better. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'll look back and you know be thankful for this time and for the whole experience. Like I would say, in the short time that I've done research, I as you as you eloquently summed up, I I, I feel like it's like taking on different roles, so many different roles, and yeah. learning how to like you know perfect them mm-hmm. it's a journey towards like learning how to become a better writer right. a better communicator a better experimenter mm-hmm. a better designer right. that's true <laughs> it's everything it's like everything yeah it's everything. so uh, definitely like you said like uh how this like your experiences in the lab makes you think differently on of how you treat people mm. that's definitely a thing because like in the lab we operate as a team that's right. as a family even mm. and we quarrel sometimes yeah. you know <laughs> over stuff yeah. but you know at the end of the day i wouldn't trade it for for anything that's else right. this experience mm-hmm. and i i do think like you know watching binta and like she's been like a constant figure of like oh this is a phd student like during during my experience researching and like i think it really helps me like think about whether i actually wanted to do a phd and whether i could you know go through it like yeah i see you and your struggles and i'm i'm like okay i have to be able to do that too <laughs> yeah i mean at the end of the day everyone's struggle is unique yeah. but it doesn't rule out the fact that you know there are struggles mm. so it's unique to every individual it's just some people have it easy maybe yeah. than others so, yeah definitely by yeah. luck you yeah. know lucky project yeah you know yeah and you know with biology as we have it biology in itself is very difficult like working with um, living organisms who or who have a mind of their own exactly you know today they can behave this way and tomorrow they choose to behave another way so even when you get very beautiful results today and you try to replicate those results you're not getting the same thing and you're wondering what is happening you know and you're like it's the mystery of life. Yeah, it's the mystery of life. Yeah. Life is complex. But yeah, we we are doing it. <laughs> but definitely I, I truly, truly think that you're you're very driven and that the I would say you're very I'm looking for the word, but like you know what you set goals for yourself and I see you trying to at least follow through everything, <laughs> even if it means like working late, like you never want to, you know, just drop everything. Yeah, that I mean, at least that's how you project and uh, project it, and I I'm very inspired when you do these things, and that helps me motivates me to you know be a better researcher myself. Yeah, thanks for the compliments. But yeah, I just try, I try, I try my best. Yeah, and especially you know with the restart and the resets mm-hmm. that you had to go through, and I think you know it's it's really admirable. Right. And I wanted to mention just now, I think one of the best satisfaction is when you're able to troubleshoot things yourself. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it's a skill that, uh, yeah, Nomasan, who is our mentor, uh, tries to teach us, you know, like when experiments don't work, 
and then you cry to him. I'm like, ah, no, my experiment did not work. So what do you think? He, he asks you, what do you think? You know, he tries to train us to, you know, be independent. And yeah, it's good training. Well, it could be painful sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And expect, I mean, everyone in the lab knows you as a mama bear <laughs> who's very hardworking and always striving for, you know, her best. And like, so, but what's, what do you think is like the, the key to keeping keeping that motivation high mm. as a researcher like what would you say helps well, yeah i mean the, from the way you put it like when i listen to you talk about me i'm wondering like who is this girl talking about <laughs> because sometimes I, I feel like you know i i have those low moments very often in fact you know like you know you just don't want to continue anymore you just want to give up but then you, you, for me, I would say the, what really helps me go through or like pull through um, at those points is that I tell myself that as long as I still have breath in me, as long as I still have life, you know, like I haven't come to the end yet. Mm. So it means that there is another, there's still another opportunity to try again. Mm. So even, you know, at those moments where I have failed experiments or nothing seems to be working, like okay maybe I can cry a bit or you know sulk over it for a while but then I would have to do it again you know yeah try again and then when it works you are very happy and even though it fails again still try again (laughs) so for me it's like as long as I have breath in me um I will try again like I totally understand what you mean Mm. like for me I like at first I was like very data driven and I felt Mm -hmm. like you know I want to get into a good PhD program I need to, you know, publish something and stuff. And when it totally backfired and I had to move labs and I had like an identity crisis. Yeah, abandonment (laughs) issues. Yeah, I had abandonment (laughs) issues and I needed to, you know, learn to to be mentored by a new person. Like, uh, I realized that like uh, science and research is a continuum. Mm -hmm. You'd never get to the bottom of it. That's right. And once you're able to accept that, you can start to start to enjoy the little like successes you get along the way. That's like, right. You can answer this question, great. That's now right. you can move on to the next question, yeah. but know that you'll never like truly, truly finish that's right. answering questions. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the beauty of it, I right, guess. Right, right. That's correct. Like like the science transcends all of our hard work. It will, it will involve more and more hard work. Yeah. yeah. You get you get results and then those results pose even newer questions and you yeah. need to answer those questions and again so, i think it's it fits perfectly with like how you know it's the mystery of life mm, that's right and like i just think like that's why i i honestly believe like biological design cannot just be there mm-hmm. out of like you know out of um coincidences right i right. think there should be a higher being of course, of course. Who, who designed it all. of course yeah of course, of course. yeah that's well true yeah, and I'm I'm truly sad. Like soon, I'll have to say goodbye to you and not having you as a lab mate. Yeah, I truly learned a lot from you. <laughs> I learned a lot from you too. I mean, you're like what life of the party, as they say, <laughs> life of the lab. No. And where Nadia is, everyone is like is very happy and smiley. You know that you know the lab can never be quiet where Nadia is. She's always. She always has something to talk about and make people talk, you know. I would really, really miss that about you. Yeah, I really and miss... No, I mean, like, everyone here, 
likes to converse and I'm grateful for that yeah like everyone wants to doesn't just mind their own business Mm -hmm. like they want to help out which I'm so glad that we were able to cultivate that kind of environment yeah and I feel like that's why we progress and we progress together that's right yeah and like um perhaps this is a bit off topic but Mm -hmm. I just want to know like what's your ideal day off from lab like oh okay um I don't really have day offs often but when I do I like that if I don't have or if I don't already have something planned for that day um I really I would you know really just like to chill at home uh maybe try out a new recipe Mm. or cook myself something really nice and then Netflix and chill (laughs) pretty much (laughs) yeah I'll just be chilling at home and cooking mean food Mm -hmm, mean food Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like that it's just simple, you know, mm-hmm. like you don't need too much to no. make you happy no. and satisfied. No. Otherwise, that's too, that's too difficult with the, you know, current lifestyle. You have to go to lab and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. Trying to think of a nice question to end this conversation. <laughs> but, you know, I hope up until now that the listeners are enjoying what we yeah, have to I say. Hope, I hope so, because I kept telling uh, our director, Engjin, that <laughs> my life is boring. Like, you know, no. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. Well, I mean, podcast. you're not looking at the people view, uh, listening to us right now, yeah. but... but uh, from the three audience members we have here, everyone kept nodding and smiling when you say things. Really? Yeah, and I think your laugh is so infectious. It oh, makes me want yeah. to laugh too. Yeah, some people say I have chicken laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh like a chicken. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like my laugh too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but anyways, uh, I guess we can close um, this conversation. But first, I want to thank you for being here. Especially it's a bit last minute, you know, having it recorded today instead of tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate you closing out our season. Yeah, it was such an honor, you know, just end the season in grand style. Yeah, with Queen (laughs) Binta. With Queen B. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm honored. I'm honored to um, feature in the... The biggest uh, associate group on campus. Yeah, and thank you. <laughs> yeah, the most popular, most popular group on campus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and what would you say is your biggest, you know, care or otsukare for the week? So well, what would you like, you know, pat yourself in the back for? Hmm. I mean, like uh, in life, uh, I've come to really appreciate these small things. And by small things, I mean things as small as, you know, just waking up, having the strength or the will to wake, to get yourself, you know, up Mm. from bed every morning and then, you know, get ready for the day. Uh, Just get ready to show up and show out and um, not quitting, even when you feel like it. Even if, you know, it's just as little as that. Um, I'm really proud of myself. (laughs) you know, for that. And of course, I've had like some really tough times uh, in the past and also very recently. But then I'm, I'm proud of myself that I, st- I can still get up and go about my day. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that for me. I love that. It's very wholesome. <laughs> yeah. And I guess for myself, I would say what's to me for, you know, I just finished a whole sequence of like, 
to-do list, you know, oh. like uh, I oh. had to like defend my thesis mm. and then like wrap things up with NUIC, my mm. lovely, lovely, lovely organization. Uh, that's why I really wanted to host this uh, episode, yeah. the final episode, because this would be, I guess, my final contribution right. to the podcast. And I'm grateful and you will that... be sorely missed. Yeah, I will really <laughs> miss them. It's like, it's it's just like, it's a precious group of people yeah. I really love. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and today is the start of um, me interning. Uh, there's a, as oh. you know, we have a high yeah. school intern in the lab. He's a really, really smart guy. Mm. And it's my first time being a mentor or teacher <laughs> to somebody. And I realize I keep questioning myself in my really? head. Like, no, is this I mean, the right thing to say? I, but yeah. I listen to you sometimes. I think you're a great teacher. Come on. Yeah, so it's it's rewarding experience. Mm. And I realize how much my mentors and my people who taught me things put so much effort into mm. their, you know, when they teach me. And I'm forever grateful for that. So... That's me. That's my my biggest Otsukari for the week. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so again, thank you so much, Binta, for being here. <laughs> thank you for having me. And this <laughs> was such an easy conversation. I don't know why you're worried. I mean, yeah, I mean, we all get the jitters, you yeah. know, having to talk to people, yeah. uh, especially about your life. Yeah, especially. Yeah, well, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I was natural. It yeah, natural. Thank you for opening yeah. up to... Our, our listeners and thank I also you. want to thank uh, our listeners who have been especially those who have been here from the very start thank you for supporting our production Otsukere from the bottom of our hearts that's me myself Nadia uh, Engchin Catherine Bento and Nisha we all really appreciate that you continue to follow us and listen to our stories uh, not just our stories but at least the stories we curate for for this podcast and I, we're excited to bring you more, 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 more episodes to come following a summer break where we, <laughs> where we take a break, relax and reflect on our journey. And I, we hope to see you or uh, hear from you in the fall. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Pinta. And let's say goodbye to our listeners. Bye. Bye.